0: Welcome to tonight's production. Content warnings can be found beneath the list of cast and crew in our notes. As always, stay safe and enjoy the show. Starfall Scene Three.
1: Where am I? What What am I doing doing here? here? Sage? Are you there? Sage? (gasps) Sage... Where did you go? Hermit always said there was no use worrying about dreams. Nothing but biased reflections of the subconscious. Biased reflections that do make me worry, though. So what do I... What do I do now? Maybe Fell will know.
2: To get that exploding soap liquid right.
3: What do you say, Jersa? I say, if you keep up with the clichés, the soap won't be the only thing exploding.
4: <sighs>
1: Fell. are you awake? Uh, 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 wh- wh-
4: what? 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 Uh... What?
3: Go back to sleep, Porter. Uh,
4: sorry, darling. Leona's here.
3: Then tell your stray to go back to sleep too.
4: Oh, hush. Leona, what are you doing here? I thought you didn't want to sleep
1: in the wagon. I didn't so I slept outside. But now I'm awake, and what do I do now?
4: Is it even morning yet?
1: There's light outside. Hmm. Make a decision
3: so the rest of us can sleep. Please.
4: Okay, alright. Come on, Leona. Let's get started on the day. So, uh, uh, just out of curiosity,
1: are you usually up this early? I suppose. I usually awoke with the sun. It allowed me to cover more distance in a day safely.
4: I guess I didn't even ask you with everything going on yesterday. What did you do before this? Were you some kind of traveler?
1: Yes, I traveled. I was alone on and off the road for some months before I met you.
4: Wait, really? How did you handle that all on your own? What with bandits and phalans and... (sighs) Script license inspectors.
1: It wasn't terrible. I just did my best to stay out of people's ways.
4: Well, I guess that'd be the way to do it. But still, that's a pretty dangerous way to live. You must have had something even worse behind you to risk all that alone. Oh, oh, shoot. Sorry. I I didn't mean to just uh, say that. It's just, you know, there's a lot of people in the troupe with rough stuff in their past, and sometimes you forget not everyone's over their stuff, you know?
1: Not really. What are we doing now?
4: I thought we could grab some breakfast and then see if Colton and Das needed some help getting the props loaded and set out. And, well, if not... Wait.
1: We get food again. Already.
4: Well, sure. Cynthia won't mind if we grab a little bread and something to go.
1: But we ate last night. And we haven't done any more work yet.
4: Of course we haven't. You can't work on an empty stomach.
1: But I... But... you need to...
4: Uh, hey, hey. It's alright. No one will mind. We can even grab you an extra sausage on the way out.
1: A second meal already. Imagine that. <laughs> Just wait
4: until you hear about this thing called lunch.
5: Alright, hop out you two.
4: Thanks, Colden. Are we taking the props out to that plateau over there?
5: Sure are. Some farmer owns the land and Raybar made an arrangement with her to use the space out there. Apparently she'll be selling cheese at the intermission, too.
4: I suppose we're lucky to find anything flat and broad enough to be a stage around here. Here, Leona, can you help me unload the cart? Of
1: course, fell. Fell. Is this what a stagehand does? Moves items from place to place?
4: <laughs> That's certainly what it feels like sometimes. But no, this is just part of the job. We just put up a lot of work up front, and then also during and also after the show, so the actors can give their best performances when they're up on stage.
1: Oh. Okay. Okay.
4: You're still not entirely sure what that means, do you?
1: Fel, I'm still trying to figure out what exactly it is that this troupe does. I don't have too much experience with theater.
4: Well, that's not too hard to answer. We're just a group of performers and performer supporters and craftspeople, all working together in service of putting on the best possible theatrical show for people of all walks of life around the Empire. Oh. Okay. I, uh... I'm explaining it badly, aren't I? Sorry, I just get really excited about our work. It'll probably make more sense once you see the full show tonight.
1: What do I do until then?
4: Uh, for starters... You can help me haul these props over to the stage.
1: Okay. I can do that.
4: Now, I know you want to make a good impression, but don't feel like you have to strain yourself by taking too much. With the two of us, I figure we can get this taken care of in three or four... Uh... Uh... uh, Trips. Uh...
1: Do you need me to carry more items? If you arrange them for me in a more stable pattern, I can manage it. Fell, Why are you staring?
4: Well, uh... It's just that you're holding, like, half the
1: set in your arms. Sorry. Is that impolite?
4: No, uh, no, 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 no. It's fine. It's great. It's very helpful, it's just... that's a lot of weight. And yesterday... well, well, yesterday you could barely even stand up straight.
1: I've eaten since then. Two meals, in fact. Weakness shouldn't be an issue for a while.
4: Well, I guess... carry on, then. You head over to the stage and, uh, I'll catch up. Yes, Fel. Calden, did you see that?
5: Please tell
4: me I wasn't imagining that.
5: You mean, did I see the new girl lifting half the set? Yeah, pretty hard to miss. Yes, but but, but how is she doing it? How and when did she get that strong? (laughs) I don't know, ask her. She must have some scripted items stashed away to buff up her strength.
4: It's just... She didn't have any scripts on her yesterday, did she? So, what item is she using? And why wouldn't she have used it against Hossie in their fight?
5: I doubt she has a current license for that kind of script work, if she ever had one. Probably at least had the common sense not to pull it out in front of strangers. (laughs)
4: licenses. They really ruin everything.
5: Still, you better have a talk with her about not pulling stunts like this in public.
4: Alright, Colden.
5: I know people in Gasper have been pretty lax about license laws in the past, but if we get somewhere with inspectors and a concorp office around, and that girl's still pulling these stunts...
4: I said I get it, Colden.
1: I'm back. Oh,
4: <laughs> you're
1: fast too. Do you want me to grab the rest of these items?
4: Uh, you don't have to take them all. We can split them into a few trips. Don't want to break any of the more delicate pieces, you know?
1: I suppose we wouldn't. What will we be doing after this, Fel?
4: Well, after we get all this stuff set up on the stage, you and I are headed back into town to meet up with Dalin and Rhea to get more of an audience for tonight's show.
1: And how do we do that? Do we carry them away from the town?
4: Really not sure if you're joking there, but, uh, no. Because that's kidnapping. And we have different methods better methods. Methods I think you'll really like, because they'll give you a taste of the troops' real creative power.
3: Woe be on the kingdom that falls under your reign, Princess Marriott. Woe be on us all, should we live to see your coronation.
2: And woe be on me, should I live to hear yet another of your lectures, General. If only words could wound, then yours may yet provide us with enough blades to survive past the dawn. The downfall of this kingdom
3: lies just as surely in the future as you jest it to be, yet
2: still you find time to jest. I only seek to do us a service, dear General. Would you rather see the kingdom fall to dragon flames, or to exasperation at yet more witless criticisms?
1: Well, you said this is supposed to make people want to come see the full performance? Yep. Dolan
4: and Ria give them a taste of what the full show is like, and then they come back for more.
1: And they'll want to come back for more of this?
4: Well, admittedly, this bit usually works a little better with people who are already familiar with theater. That's a way to show off our actors' abilities, you know? But I guess for a crowd in a small town like this, it's kinda... This is boring! Come on, let's go throw rocks into
1: Miss Mevry's fairy ring and see if they disappear. So, what do we do as stagehands to help?
4: Oh, we just do our bit at the end. These two are professionals, and they know how to adapt to a crowd. Just watch.
3: Whether it is through jesting or jousting, you have continued to prove yourself an inadequate lord for this land, and I fear the fast-approaching morn when our priests relinquish their stewardship to- (sighs) Does the late night tire you, my lady?
2: The only thing tiring me here is your acting, kid. (laughs) Really? Really? Why don't you liven up your performance a little? Maybe then we'd have an audience instead of a pack of hibernating bears at our door.
3: Oh, real mature, Rhea. Always shifting the blame. You're the senior actor here, so why don't
2: you carry a scene for once? In this case, the only senior I am is seeing your sorry excuse for an Orissian general. (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I hope she keeps that one in the act.
1: Are they fighting? Should we stop them?
4: Hold on. Give them a sec. It's almost our cue.
2: That's too much.
3: You're stepping out of line.
2: You're hardly one to talk about where to step. Have you ever hit a mark? <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I I've wh- <gasps> <gasps> You all see what I have to deal with? Sheesh. (laughs) Well, at least I get your admiration out of this. Thank you and thank you.
4: That is our cue. And so, the evil is vanquished. If only for now. To see how Queen Marriott handled her own dragon live on stage, come see our performance tonight, out at Sanson Farms North Pasture. Come see the Caravelle traveling acting troupe perform Mariette the Fourth.
1: You too, new girl. Uh, uh, oh, right. Come see the acting troupe. That's the kind of troupe that acts, not the kind that fights. Come see them act.
2: Well, I'd bet at least a few people bite.
3: Uh, But at what cost?
4: (sighs) Good job on your first time advertising, Leona. We can work on adding more specific details in later.
1: That last bit. You two weren't actually fighting, were you? Dalin let himself be tripped.
2: Oh, observant one, aren't you?
3: Observant is an understatement. You should see her track someone carrying a sandwich through a crowd. It's downright unnerving.
1: Why did you do that? Didn't it interrupt your
2: performance? <laughs> it's a part of the performance, kid. And an important part of marketing our shows. You have to know how to play to your audience. The people in a small town like this, without a theater of their own might not appreciate the full text of Mariette for what it is. So we have ways to show them what it means in plain text. One of the driving forces in the play is the relationship between Mariette and her general. A witty head-to-head where one party is trying to make a point and the other is hiding behind wordplay.
4: Plus, a good pratfall to help drive the point home. People love a good pratfall.
3: Just another reason I'm happy
1: to not consider myself people. But won't the people who saw that want to see more of it? Won't they be bored again when they come to see the real play tonight?
2: (laughs) Half the battle is just getting them in seats in front of the stage. (laughs) Once the troupe has that, there's much more we can do to show them the true scale and meaning of Miss Marriott's story. Really?
4: What? Oh, there's more people coming. Sorry, Leona. We might have to explain this to you later.
1: It's alright. Is this what we'll be doing for the rest of the day, then? Oh,
4: definitely not. Rhea and Dallin won't be in town for too long, and there'll be plenty of us to do in the camp afterwards. Like what? Oh, you know, just a couple of chores here and there. Pardon me, fell,
1: and... I'm sorry, I don't believe I have your name yet. That's correct. You don't. Um...
4: Did you need some help, Kua? Oh, yes. I need some strong arms to help get the mountain set up. Then afterwards, I can get my
1: dragon arranged behind it. Why do you have a mountain and a dragon in need of moving?
4: (laughs) It's theater, Leona. Neither of them are real.
1: Okay, then... Why do you have a fake mountain and a fake dragon in need of moving? Well,
0: you'll just have to see the show tonight to find out.
2: Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. I don't want to bother McCallis with this, but uh, you tried my glove on yesterday, right?
4: Did you, Leona?
1: If the glove I tried on was yours, then yes,
2: So, 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 would you mind trying it on again now? I made some adjustments to the stitching, and I want to make sure the flame effects still work properly.
1: I mean, I can, but what do you even need fake flames for?
2: Well, it's... it's... uh... I can't really explain it. It'll make more sense when you see it tonight.
1: Well, okay then. Here, you two. Can you help me while Saunders is busy catching pigeon sounds? I need all these mirrors set up around the seats. I can do that. But why do you need mirrors around the seats? Why do you even have so many mirrors? And why are these symbols scratched into them?
2: It's just a basic tool used to receive the magic projected by our actors to the scripts they bear, and both amplify and contain it by reflecting the power back onto itself across the aisles of seats. You know, it'll be easier if you just see it yourself tonight.
4: And try not to drop them. That's 12 years' bad luck.
1: (sighs) Oh,
5: hey there, Leona. Do you- What? What?
1: What- inexplicable feat do I need to do now, Glenn?
5: I just wanted to know if you needed a sandwich. I know you and Fel have been running around all day.
1: Oh. Thank you.
5: Well, okay, gotta run. Gotta put those notes into action.
1: You have my service, Glenn.
4: Alright! That is the last of the props laid out, the chairs set up, the mirrors arranged, and all the other scripts for sound and lighting in the right hands. It's not too big a show tonight, so unless there's another emergency, they shouldn't need us for a while. You wanna go grab a seat now? Is something the matter? I I honestly can't tell based on your expressions alone yet.
1: I snapped at Glenn. Will he be angry at me for that?
4: Uh, depends. Did you snap at him for asking for notes again? Because I'm pretty sure he's used to hearing that from the other actors.
1: No, I think I was just... agitated.
4: Oh, well, that's probably fine. I'm sure he hears worse from Dolan before every show on these grounds. So... Why were you agitated?
1: I think... I think I've been very confused about some things.
4: Really? How come?
1: Because... Because I still don't understand any of what I'm doing. Mirrors and flameless gloves and deceitful arguments and fake dragons. What... What even is this all for? What good does all of this do? Well, it's... And if you try to tell me as well, that it'll make sense when I see it.
4: No, no, no. I'm I'm sorry. Let me explain. And, uh, why don't you follow me off the stage? Just to get out of people's ways.
1: Fine. But then, can you please tell me, what am I supposed to be doing here?
4: Uh, Right, right, right. Uh, Of course. Sorry. I feel like we usually handle this better, but also, people don't usually join us literally the night before a performance. Or without even a rudimentary understanding of how stage shows work. But, but, But hey, nothing wrong with that. Just another area of knowledge to work on. Feels good to rest your back at the end of a long day, doesn't it? To just let yourself relax and tell yourself you've done all that you can?
1: My back isn't tired. And I don't know if I can tell myself that. Because I don't even understand what it is I've done.
4: I I know, I know. Just, I'm trying to work the mood a little. Talon always makes this seem a whole lot easier. Anyway, why don't you tell me what you see around us?
1: A stone stage that's only just had curtains affixed to it. A dark wood beyond it that actually seems like a very poor backdrop for this event. Felt, do you know if security has secured these woods?
4: (laughs) I'm sure Hossie and Lennox took care of it. Anyway, I was actually talking more about all the people here. What do you notice about them?
1: I see... people. They're just people.
4: Okay. So, people who are...
1: They're simple. They're a little rugged, but not unclean. They take care of themselves, and they work this area with their own hands. They spend most of their lives working. They probably have to rise very early to do their work. And yet, they're still here on a summer night, late enough for it to be dark out, just to see you perform. That's
4: a good way of putting it. I've kind of been wanting to make the point that we perform in places with all different levels of exposure to the arts. And sometimes that means coming to places like this, where they don't even have a real stage for us to perform on. Which isn't to say that they don't have their own cultures, but it does mean that they may not be able to see something like this too often. Something like what we came to do.
1: Fel, I know it seems you all put an incredible amount of work into these shows, but I still don't know what all this means. I know this involves telling stories and there's costumes and props and mirrors and other strange things with runes I don't recognize, but why? What is it all for? Yeah,
4: I guess when you've only seen the individual pieces, it must not make a lot of sense. But I think that's something you'll learn about stage performances soon. What we do is not any one thing. It's not just actors or costumes or props. It's what all of them can do. Collectively. Especially given the kind of art we make.
1: And what kind is that? Well, well, it's...
4: (sighs) Look, I know you don't want to hear wait and see again, but...
1: sell. But,
4: but, 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 but... The show is literally about to start. So, So, so... Why don't we just watch, and then I'll answer any more questions you have at the intermission, okay?
1: Okay. I'll trust you.
4: And, uh, just a heads up. This whole thing may seem a little strange at first, but just, uh, go with it. What? It'll be fine. I promise. Okay, shh, 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 now. It's starting.
0: Good people of Gasbit, I bid you welcome to our humble tale. The Caravel Travelling Acting Troupe is here to take you back to the time of Mariette IV, Queen of Eris. We have some ways to go to find her. So if you'll allow yourself the time for the journey, I can begin to guide you north to what was once the greatest stronghold of what was once the greatest kingdom. We'll be arriving shortly before the eve of Mariette's coronation and the eve of her greatest battle. What? Imagine, if you will, an Erisian castle. Have you heard the stories of old Eris in your history as a kingdom? how your rulers lived in a near-constant state of campaigns, leading your people into battle after battle. You must have some idea of the castle suited to reflect these values. Not a regal, artistic tower, but a fortress, short and broad, built from heavy stone, one of the only decorative elements being the traditional Arisian flag of the rampant ram, flown above its parapets. Beyond this castle is the very stone from which it was carved and shaped, the Olvisar Peaks. Imagine a range of mountains cutting across the countryside and dwarfing the castle of Aris by magnitudes of scale. And imagine, if you will, that from even these considerable peaks, an immense amount of smoke has just begun to rise.
1: What? what?
4: Fell. It's okay, Leona. It's all part of the play. Just sit back and enjoy the show.
0: Thank you, dear audience, for joining us in Starfall, a fantasy audio drama. Starfall is written and produced by Claudia Elvidge. This episode
1: featured the voice talents of... Shawnee Konakar as Leona.
4: Sam B. Wynn as Fael,
2: Cole Burkhart as Dolan Archivier, Lindsay Zanna as ria
5: toby harvey as Colden.
2: Kalmanir as keo and kid
5: dj silvis as glenn
2: sade oyama Kinoa as koa algy todd as lumen sawyer green as vair elisa park as djersa
0: and myself margaret ashley as the narrator
2: our theme music is composed by trace callahan
0: For more information, visit StarfallPodcast.com, or follow us on Twitter at StarfallPod. Tonight's Falston Fact is on the subject of Mariette IV. Mariette IV is a play about the Arisian monarch Queen Mariette, and her quest to slay a dragon on the eve of her coronation. While it claims to be a historical play, historians broadly agree Mariette did not, in fact, slay a dragon single-handedly. A dragon, after all, needs to be grounded and significantly weakened by a larger armed force before it can be slain by human means.
1: A time of civil unrest, non-hair-related salons, and the most innovative stage magic ever seen in a union house.
0: You know, I don't know if you can tell, but the excitement is palpable out there. Historically, no one's seen anything like this. In 1699, I mean.
1: That is, until it wasn't. God damn it, I don't want to die!
4: I have a reservation tonight!
1: Which brings us to now, Berlin, 1933, a time of more civil unrest, artistic pretensions, and rising evil, where a self-involved set designer, you see these? These are Lamarck's own original notes on the Vanishing Box. My most prized possessions in the world. An American con man. I'll even lend you the cape. You have a cape? I have a sheep. And a mysterious scientist. Where was it you said you to again? You can't speak its name. Ignore their
3: history in pursuit of the mystery behind... Vanishing Box.
5: The Vanishing Box. Vanishing Box. Vanishing, vanishing Box. box. The vanishing Box.
0: Vanishing
1: Box. Vanishing Box.
5: The vanishing Box. Vanishing box.
1: The Vanishing Act. A rambling absurdity in 12 parts.
3: The show's about Lamarck's Vanishing Box. I remade Lamarck's Vanishing Box. Nothing could go wrong, all right? All right, punch it.